You're listening to Novastream's Morning Brew, the latest in movies, TV, games, and pop culture news every morning. Hello and welcome to Novastream's Morning Brew. I hope you had an amazing weekend and you are ready for another big week as we're bringing you all the latest news in movies, games, TV and pop culture. Let's jump right now into movie news at the box office this weekend. Abominable debuted in the number one spot, marking Universal's dominance with the third original film to open at number one in 2019, following the company's previous films Us and Good Boys. So far, they are the only studio to have three films debut in the number one spot that are original. Abominable took in $20.85 million at the US with a global debut of $29.7 million. The film's already been out in Australia for about a month now and you can check out my review at NovaStreamNetwork.com. Downton Abbey dropped to number two taking in an additional $14.5 million with a current worldwide total of $107.1 million. Expect a sequel announcement any day now. Hustlers held strong coming in at number 3 with 11.97 million for a total of 95.4 million on a 20 million dollar budget. The film is due for release in Australia next week. It Chapter 2 came in at number 4 with an extra 10.4 million, now giving a total of 417.4 million, pushing the franchise to over 1 billion dollars, something that is very very rare for a horror movie. Ad Astra from 20th Century Fox rounded out at number 5 with 10.1 million with a worldwide total of 89 million dollars. Elsewhere at the local box office Aussie film Ride Like a Girl debuted at number 1. The controversial film came in with a cool 1.7 million dollars from Transmission Films. Downton Abbey held strong in its fourth week taking in 1.4 million dollars and has seen a high level of success in Australia. Ad Astra slipped to number 3 with 1.2 million and kids films Abominable and Angry Birds 2 rounded out the top 5 with 1.1 and 1 million dollars respectively. You can get the full report via our Twitter account at NovastreamAU. This weekend saw the internet explode with confirmation that Sony and Marvel Disney not so surprisingly reached an agreement to bring back Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They also confirmed that Kevin Feige and team will produce the third Spider-Man film in association with Amy Pascal from Sony Pictures. Further to this, there will be a call and response agreement between the two companies that will allow for greater interaction between the MCU and the Sony Marvel Universe. Under the new deal, Disney will put up 25% of the budget and get 25% of the film's profits as well as 100% of all merchandising profits. Spider-Man will also appear in one more MCU film at this stage. If that wasn't enough Spider-Man news for you, it's also been confirmed that John Watts is returning to direct the third film. Far From Home was the last film in Watts' contract, and a new release date of July 16, 2021 has been announced for the third Spider-Man film. It would make sense to do this while the kids are still young before finishing high school and moving Spider-Man into the adult phase of his life if that's what they choose to do. Or maybe they could just retire the character's solo films and have him as an MCU addition and Sony shared universe character. Keeping with Sony movie news, Deadline is reporting that the long-rumoured Uncharted movie has found a new director. 
After the departure of Dan Trachtenberg, Bumblebee director Travis Knight is set to step up for directing duties with Tom Holland returning as a young Nathan Drake. The film could still be on track for a release of December 2020. More news on this as it develops. In TV and streaming news now, Deborah Chow is set to direct the Ewan McGregor-led Obi-Wan Kenobi series over on Disney+. Chow is currently working on The Mandalorian for Disney+, and with a total runtime of four hours. No further news on the story of the series is available at this time, however fans are highly anticipating the release of more Star Wars content on the small screen. Ellen DeGeneres has signed up to HBO Max to develop four new series for the streaming service. The shows are titled as follows, Ellen's Home Design Challenge, First Dates Hotel, Finding Einstein and Little Ellen. All show titles were announced on her talk show as well as all audience members receiving a free two-year subscription to the streaming service. The service is due to launch in mid-2020. The CW are gearing up for the biggest crossover with the upcoming crisis between its DC shows Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Batgirl and DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Numerous actors from past DC TV shows and movies have confirmed to return for the multiverse event. Over the weekend, another confirmed new addition is Supernatural's Osric Chow joining the cast as the new Atom. Chow will take up the mantle as Brandon Routh will depart from the show and character mid-season. The crossover will begin Sunday, December 8th on Fox 8. Batwoman star Roby Rose was admitted to hospital after suffering emergency back surgery after an accident involving stunt work on filming the upcoming Batwoman show. Fortunately, Rose has confirmed that she is okay and back on set filming the crossover. In gaming news now, Dying Light 2 is gearing up for its release next year. Studio Techland confirmed that the new game is four times larger than the previous one, claiming it will be a narrative sandbox shaped by players' action. The game is set for release on Xbox One, PS4 and PC. Red Dead Redemption 2 has been out for nearly a full year now, and it seems players are very keen for some DLC content to jump back into the Western universe. Rockstar have confirmed that no new single-player DLC will be added. The studio are committed to the online mode inside the game, similar to the Frontier update, allowing players to take on roles in Red Dead Online. Pokemon Go is still seeing a massive surge of players online, with Niantic confirming a huge update coming with various combat systems, trainer battles and the introduction of Thunderfang and Icefang. The next Community Day is October 12. The new updates should all be live by this date and we will of course keep you updated as to when the new update will be available. Don't forget PAX is happening on the 11th to the 13th of October in Melbourne. Tickets are nearly all sold out so make sure you jump on and get those now. We will also be bringing you the latest news from the event for the whole weekend. I will be there myself. Uh, along with some other special guests who we are very excited uh, to bring you all the news and all the videos and everything that's happening in the world of gaming. And that is it. I hope you have a fantastic Monday. Thanks for tuning in. As always, you can catch us on our website, NovaStreamNetwork.com, across all of our socials at NovaStreamAU, and make sure you read our magazine at issue.com forward slash NovaStream.